0: The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the
1: Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro... More storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for
2: Into the grown and sexy, hey, We gon' laugh, hey, cut him and kick it and at the end we leave it with just a lift your spirits make you wanna revisit Tell your friends take a listen
3: Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it hey, Can't no bitch do what you do hey, Can't no
4: everyone welcome to laugh and learn with flame Monroe and my beautiful co-host what's your name uh,
2: Lauren Hogan hello miss flame oh
4: a <laughs> She didn't say that with a lot of conviction. Okay. Okay. My pretty (laughs) co-host, Lauren Hogan. (laughs) Oh,
2: thank you. I love a compliment.
4: I'm so glad to be here. I know we're a little behind this week, but it was Memorial Day this week. And so we pushed back and we're here now. How was your week, darling, with your bun on?
2: Busy, busy, busy. Uh, Work has been a little crazy. And I have to prepare to be on the road for the next eight days, starting next Wednesday. So it's a lot going on, but, you know, Working, so all good things. How was your week?
4: My week was good, slow, interesting, though. Very interesting. Oh, uh, was we it? got some. We got a new project that I've been working on. I'm on page like 27. And <laughs> um, uh, I got a few more. You got more a long to go, way to like go, 300.
2: honey.
4: <laughs> and, uh, I'm leaving for three weeks, so I got some time. Mm hmm. Well, great. So I'm excited. and But this week has been a very interesting week. Happy Memorial... Well, not happy Memorial Day. Happy remembrance to all the veterans that served this country, including my dad. My dad was a veteran. He was in the Navy. I, I didn't really know him because I love to ask him, nigga, did you join the Navy because you wanted to fight for the country or you just needed a job? I think back then he just needed a job.
2: Well, still, we appreciate his service. He's still, you know took the took the time and i don't know what do you risk your life in the navy yeah. that's a dangerous job right because you're at sea all the time
4: any any branch of the military you risk your life yeah. and oh girl i'm glad you mentioned that because we're gonna talk about risking your life for your job a little bit later though just not yeah. right now yeah. uh-huh Because yeah. some people take on jobs that you're supposed to risk your life for y'all forgot to do it but we'll get to that that's our last subject <laughs> in the news this week lauren hogan what is happening in the news this week Let's go to the drama before we go to the tragedy. So the drama this week, uh, I'm a com- I'm a stand-up comedian by profession, and I, I know a lot of stand-up comedians, including the two that have had a public spat this week, uh, Dio Hughley and Monique, about contracts dispute or the lineup of a show. It was so disheartening to see the back and forth, and I don't want to put my two cents in on how I weigh in on what, because I feel like me and the other friends, and I'm cool with Monique, so I don't have a. I'm not picking a side because there's no yeah. side to pick. As a comedian and as a black comedian that works in comedy clubs, I hate that this played out like that because I don't want an audience to think that that is what we do at the comedy clubs. We, when you come to the comedy clubs, we're hoping to make you laugh, make you think, and take you out of whatever misery you've been going through your day or your week or what have you. I hate that that went so ugly and it got so disgruntled. But so many people have weighed in, including Steve Harvey today, who had a lot to say. And I thought his message was great on what he said. It it was pretty much don't get don't lose yourself because you think that you're more than what you are. It was a great message. And I understood exactly what he's saying, because sometimes as an entertainer or as a performer or as a, a boss, whatever you do, you get too big headed and you get in your own way because you think that. You run everything, you don't wanna listen. You get on me about this sometimes too, Lauren, mm-hmm. that I get so stubborn and stern in my way that I don't want to change up. And I'm I I, I and I hear you when you tell me that. So I, I've been down, but the way this exploded and unpacked, I don't know. I, I Monique looked like she went on a rampage. It was just like she was over the lineup. It was it was did you see it?
2: I did. I saw it and I saw the whole back and forth. I don't, I mean, I'ma just express my opinion. I don't know if Monique and DL are friends or what their relationship is. I don't know either one of them personally. I just don't think that it was appropriate for Monique to do what she did and just publicly bash him in the middle of a show where he still had to come out and perform. I didn't think that was okay. If she wanted to, you know, address it afterwards, maybe, but I just think that. It goes to what people have been saying about her, just the lack of professionalism and, you know, her, you know, doing too much and being difficult to work with. You know what I mean? And she may feel as though she's a seasoned vet and she can do whatever she wants to at this point in her career. Sure. Valid. You're entitled to your feelings. But I just don't think that it was cool to publicly bash DL and he still had to come on and perform at the end of the day. That just it wasn't cool, in my opinion. Um, And I saw the back and forth. You know, Dio ended up showing his deal memo from his agent, which is a very valid contract. I deal with artists and talent all the time. That is concrete because it's coming from your agency. And if anything goes left, the agency is liable. It's not just the artist. And her performance agreement was just from her media company. You know what I mean? And not to say that it wasn't a valid agreement. If, you know, both parties signed a contract, that's still valid. But to try and say that a deal memo was not valid is, is not true. So um, yeah, it was just it was a sad situation to see them arguing back and forth. But I, I'm gonna just say DL has a point, and yeah.
4: I personally thought that DL's uh, video from his radio show, when he talked, when he finally just let it loose. And did. I love the way he deciphered the entire situation. I yeah. love the way he even took responsibility and accountability for his part because what he said was, I knew better. And a lot of times we know better in our own psyches that all money ain't good money. And sometimes I just don't want to be in. I don't want to do it because I know it might turn out ugly. And I hate that this turned out for Dio. I hate the names that, they called, that she called him and all of that. It was... Just not cool. I'm, I'm with you, Lauren. It was just not cool. Yeah, and I, Monique just got like she, they they the they just opened up an opportunity for her with Fifty Cent with BMF, and then she was on another show. And they they the world is looking like they're trying. She made up with Lee Daniels, so the world looked like it's trying to bring her back into the fold of work, and 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 being back on TV and all of that. But I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe maybe. Something else is going on. That's all I'm going to say. Because I don't know. And now we don't don't talk to her on the phone. I don't
2: know. Yeah, and I'll just say this. And Monique is incredibly talented. Like, we're not about to sit up here and dispute her resume or just the way that she can deliver. One of my favorite movies that she's done was Almost Christmas. That movie is hilarious. And she's an integral character that makes everything so funny. Like, I could watch that movie over and over and over again. And that was recent. That was just, like, I think less than five years ago. Maybe it was five years ago. But she's a phenomenal talent. So I just hate that, you know, people keep coming at her and saying she's unprofessional based on, you know, her reactions to things. And we're not going to sit up here and act like there's not equal- inequality, excuse me, in the workspace, especially for black women. We always have to be 10 times better, execute 10 times better. Overall, we always have to do more to be recognized because that's the world that we live in. So not disputing that part that has she put in the work in? Absolutely. And is sometimes, you know, the industry not fair, hundred percent true. But you don't have to go after another black comic because your situation was not, you know, what it was supposed to be. Or if the promoter lied to you or whatever the situation was, I just don't think that it was cool for her to go after DL like that. Um, And at the end of the day, it takes away from her talent because, like I said, she she's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So.
4: Well, the professionalism to me fell on DL's part because if you go on stage before me and destroy me like she did with him, and I got to come behind you and he didn't even address it, baby, I'm telling you something that is a whole mess of a man to me because I probably would have tore his ass up. A and then yeah. B, my thing is you as a comedian. You know your strengths and you know your weaknesses. There are some comics that you just know, and you can be a seasoned 30-year comedian, but you just know that you cannot follow. And do I think that D.L.'s content is funnier? Absolutely. I just think that Monique is more electrifying on stage because she's more physical and she's, you know, she bounces around and she screams and yeah, so she's more electric. But D.L.'s content is funnier. D.L. has more seasoned comedy and I wish they would have worked that out behind the scenes and say, hey, why don't you go first and let me follow you? Because, But there was ego there, I believe. Oh, sure. I don't know on who's in, but there was definitely ego in the way.
2: I mean, when it comes cop. to headliners and who's closing the show, I mean, that that's just the, the nature of the business. You always want to close the show because that just means that you're better. And that's, you know, that tends to be people remember the first thing and the last thing that they see. That's just, you know, that's the saying. So if I'm a headliner, I absolutely want to close the show. You know, and everybody wants that top spot. So I, I get why there was a back and forth for sure, you know, because they're both season comics. But again, it didn't have to play out for the public to see. Y'all could have done that backstage, something else could have happened. So.
4: Yeah. I agree with you, Lawrence. Something else could have happened, and we hope that they resolve this because as black working comedians, we want to continuously work. DL works every weekend. He is booked at a comedy club every weekend, and Monique is back doing her thing, so I just wish them both uh, love and peace, and I'm hoping they squash this because, shit, we got shit to do. We got to go to work. We got to get to work, and I don't want society to think that black comics cannot get along because they love to holler that.
0: The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything, and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghosts, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app.
1: Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you... Let me share some info about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field from free business coaching Go to shopify.com B-E-N.
3: Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take eye Palbociclib ibrants may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections ibrants may cause severe inflammation of the lungs both of these can lead to death tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms including trouble breathing shortness of breath cough or chest pain before taking ibrants tell your doctor if you have fever chills or other signs of infection liver or kidney problems are or plan to become pregnant or are breastfeeding Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash and loss of appetite.
4: Speaking of not getting along, what are we doing about these damn gun rights, Lauren? Good God. We have so many shootings just in (sighs) this week alone.
2: This week has been one of those weeks where, like, I had to stop watching the news um, because it just... It was like depressing. It was just so depressing to see one, Uvalde, those 19 beautiful kids being murdered, and the fact that, you know, <laughs> the police and, it, just and the allowed two teachers. Them, and the two teachers, too, yes. But it's just like, it's the kids. Like, these children had their whole lives ahead of them, and they were taken away because of a raged gunman who was allowed to go out and buy, buy an assault rifle, who shouldn't be allowed to. And then the police didn't even go in and save these kids. They saved their own kids cuz some of the police officers had kids at that school. They went in and got their kids and allowed 19 children to be murdered. So
4: and and, and to be fair, apparently the 19 19- Officers that were in there, outside of the classroom, listening to these children being slaughtered. None of their kids were in there. The children, the kids that were rescued, came out the back of the school where the police were outside, and they broke out a window and pulled their kids out or went in and got their kids. But Lauren, to your point, you nineteen, nineteen skilled police officers, trained, all kind of military weapons, body armor, and everything, were afraid. And let's just say that word. They were afraid. To bombard a room with one 18-year-old, no technical training, no military training, no police training, but two AR-15s. And they were afraid because the one officer that did get shot had a condition. Oh, my God, I got shot. I got shot. You signed up for a job where that is part of the collateral damage for your, your job description. There is a possibility that you can get shot and killed on the job because your job is to serve and protect. They didn't do any of that. 19 police officers outside those rooms, 19 kids dead. One police officer should be accountable for every kid that was murdered.
2: Well, the other thing that I heard, too, is that the um, the school police chief actually told them to stand down. So um, I don't know which side is true i'm leaning towards the police chief told them to stand down because he's also under investigation now and i understand if you get a an order from your command leader like my uncle is ex lapd my dad you know is second in command for lafd when you get a command from your superior officer you do what they tell you to do so my thing is why did this you know police chief tell his men to stand down and let these kids get murdered. There's been different stories saying like, oh, they thought that the gunman was you know, secured in a room and didn't realize he was in the room with the kids. None of it makes sense. But if this police chief really told all of his officers to stand down and allow those kids to be murdered, he needs to go to jail. That's all I'm gonna say. He needs to go to jail.
4: Well, the police chief doesn't even want to talk now. The story has changed from day one because I remember calling you when it first happened and I told you that. And the original story was that they had the gunman. They had the gunman in custody. Ten minutes later, he was dead. That's what the story that they sent out. It was so many stories about the door being unlocked and then an officer approached him as he was going through the back door. That story has went away. The story changes by the hour. Yeah, You have left off. These parents with their children that are gone. Their children were murdered. They heard their children being slaughtered. Good God, I could not imagine that. And I, I commend the parents that broke free and went in and got their children because you hear so many parents say, oh, I die for man. Those people in Uvalde was trying to prove that. But the officers gave the, the parents opposition. Gave them a hard time about going in. Oh, they, like they tried were going to take inter-
2: them and tackle them to the ground and put one of them in handcuffs.
4: Yes, like they were going to interrupt what was going on. Nothing was going on, but y'all was allowing this 18-year-old idiot, coward, to murder people. That's what was going on. They were yeah. going in to save their children because you all did not have the courage to do it. There should be 19 job positions open for law enforcement in Uvalde, and the only job requirement should be that you need to go see the wizard because that nigga passed out courage because none of them had any.
2: Well, like I said, though, and I
4: won't I won't ever go to Uvalde, Texas, because they're going to hate me.
2: <laughs> well, I'll say this, though. I don't see. I don't know if that should be the case, because, again, if like I said, if that police chief really gave him a command to stand down, I can't blame those 19 officers for not going in and getting those kids. I don't blame them. I but blame Lauren, the police
4: chief. But, Lauren, you, didn't your human instinct have kicked in. When that you doesn't heard matter. Those kids? It, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So if Sky was in the room, and Sky is your baby, if Sky was in the room locked up, and it was somebody crazy in there, and you know Sky, and, and Sky is a dog, y'all, for y'all think that's somebody else. Sky's that she fucking adores. You know Sky's cried yell over anybody. Wouldn't you have went in that room to get your dog? Because I know how much you adore this animal.
2: Me as a person, as a human, yes. But I'm saying these, the police officers specifically, if they're given a specific command, you can get fired for overriding what your superior officer says to you. That's a fireable offense. So that's what I'm saying. I don't blame. I would
4: take the firing over having to live with being a coward.
2: Mm, I mean, I'm just saying I'm not holding them fully accountable if that's what their commanding officers told them was to stand down and they were given information that this man was in a room and was subdued. I can't blame those 19 officers. I have to blame that one idiot of a commander. That's who I'm blaming. That's what I'm saying.
4: Well, he was, he wasn't subdued. He was still shooting and shooting and shooting. They we know that. Crying those kids called
2: 911. They called 911 more than once. I, I'm very well aware of the situation. I saw the timeline, but I'm saying from what the reports are saying and what's coming out, it was him. The police chief said, stand down. He's been subdued. That's why they didn't move. If that's the truth, because like said-
4: now, yeah, now he doesn't even want to talk. That he won't answer no reporters' questions. He, it is this, it is the ugliest situation to happen because they, a, they were children, and I hate when they always holler. We, we don't get along with people. We're racist, or just talking about people in general. I didn't know one person in Uvalde, Texas. I didn't know one kid that was killed. But did that break my heart? Yes, it did, because those were children. Even the, the two women that were murdered, the teachers, because they said they tried to protect those kids.
3: They did. Protect Somebody those had to kids. have.
2: Support. Yeah, they did protect those kids, and I think what's even worse is Irma Garcia's husband died the next day, literally of a broken heart because she was murdered. So the whole situation is just it's heartbreaking. And then I saw photos yesterday of the baby's caskets, and that just took me out, uh, and I had to change the channel.
4: Company. Shout out to that casket company that donated those caskets and made those caskets personal. I thought that was beautiful. I hate that that was, was the situation, but I appreciate that they made those caskets personal for however whatever that particular kid was. I saw a dinosaur one. I saw some superhero one ones. I thought that was so great because that just it just helped the family hopefully put them at a little ease. I don't know the death of a kid and I hope I never know the death of one of my children. I hope my children bury me because I don't think I would survive that pain either. I would be like the man. I would probably have a heart attack or die.
2: Yeah. It's just overall, it's just sad. And then today there's a shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma. There was a shooting in, you know, in Laguna woods here in California. It's just the level of gun violence is happening across the country is just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I've seen stats, too, that says more um, teenagers and children die by gun violence in a year than any other cause. Any other whether it's not a car accident, it's not a drug overdose. Kids die more often due to gun violence. Children and teenagers.
4: Uh, It it, is the it is the the. The crutch that they are using, Lauren, is that they're saying that everybody has been locked up for two years and we have mental illness. illness. But mental illness was long before the pandemic.
2: It just wasn't addressed.
4: And I do understand that people have been cooped up. That gave a lot of people a lot of time to realize that I am not okay. But this is not how you fix it. You go to therapy. You talk to somebody professional to help you find your way of get come out the darkness I, I don't understand it I don't want to understand it but I tell you what Lauren <laughs> self-preservation is the first law of nature I ain't the baddest on the earth but I damn sure ain't the scariest
2: yeah, no, I'm I, hoping
4: I, that I, I and, and, and the situation is out at Walmart I'm in Walmart I'm paranoid as hell I'm looking at people I'm looking at people if they got on the extra coat or if they looking at me crazy if they look I, I, this is the fear that we're living in because where church grocery store they had a shooting at a xavier university the other day they killed a grandmother they had Mm -hmm. a shooting at the graduation lauren in in louisiana it's i saw that you're not safe anywhere school churches a a cemetery a graduation nothing is safe
2: well that's also too why i refuse to go to a movie theater now because i just don't feel safe and i i'm always on edge and i can't enjoy a movie anymore because of those things but um yeah, I just, uh, it's just, it's sad. Like I said, I've been sad this whole week, um, you know, and I'm i am I'm not trying to say that mental illness can't be a contributing factor, but it just, it pisses me off when, you know, if, first of all, people of color tend to really not commit mass murders, it is the white people. Um, Uvalde, Texas was, you know, it was his name Salvador Ramos, he was Latino, but we all, the... <sighs> The narrative is always when it's a white person, it's mental health. Oh, he was mentally ill. He had something wrong with him. We should be praying for him. We should be, you know, wishing him the like, no. But if it's a black person, oh, they're a terrorist. Or if it's somebody who's an Arab, they're a terrorist. They're committing domestic terrorism in our country. Stop using mental health as an excuse for these crazy white people. Stop it. Call a spade
4: a spade absolutely not he was not mentally ill he was just fine he was smart enough to go on that day and buy two weapons when he said the story that they leaked was that he was pun- he was uh, uh what you call the word harassed because of his clothing he was bullied. if you took yeah. two thousand dollars and went and spent on weapons to kill people you could have went to walmart and bought you some clothes
2: yeah and he also too shot his grandmother that morning as well so i will say though in fuck term- him
4: Mm-hmm. I don't feel no pity for him. I hope the devil got a pitchfork up his ass, twisting it with coronavirus and monkeypox. And anybody yeah. don't like it, I don't care. It <laughs> was very
2: graphic. I don't like wow. the fact
4: that twenty one. I don't like the fact that twenty one people were murdered senselessly because you were angry. And if you was bullied in high school, because this still ain't made sense to me. If you were bullied in high school, not to say that you should shoot up any school, but why'd you go shoot up the damn babies at their elementary school?
2: Right. I will say, say, though, in terms of I don't even know what to call it justice. I'll just say that I'm happy that as of today, the Buffalo, New York shooter um, at the top's groceries, he was given a domestic terrorism charge as a part of his 10 counts. So I was actually very happy to see that that they actually indicted him on a domestic terrorism charge because that's exactly what he committed. So I hope that he's convicted and placed in solitary confinement for the rest of his life.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Please take him out. Please take him out of his misery. So the, the story for uh, um, for Oklahoma is this was a black man who shot up the who killed four people at the medical center. He killed the doctor because he said the doctor gave him a bot surgery and he's been in excruciating back pain the entire time. The other three people were just one of them was just a patient and the other two actually worked at the hospital. One was an assistant and one was a, another doctor, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they were just there. It was they were collateral damage. It was just. It's so sad, Lauren, and it's so scary. And you, you don't think that because you're going to the grocery store or to the doctor's office or to, you know just our regular routine in life, you don't think that you're going in there for that. But now you have to really stay focused on who's coming in and what's going on around you. The whole world gonna have to have medical, medical detectors everywhere in a minute.
2: Yeah, honestly, at this point, it, it might just be in everybody's best interest, but. You know, some of my friends make fun of me because I'm a bit of a homebody. But shoot, my house at this point is the safest place I can be. So because I, I have, um, as you would call it, hand jewelry in my house. So my house is damn near the safest place I can be at this point because mm. it's scary to go outside. You know what I mean? People are crazy and just I, I don't know what it's come to. And then we have lawmakers who actually don't want to put in any type of legislation for gun safety because I'm not even calling it gun control. Cause I don't know. I just, just don't feel like that's appropriate enough. It's just gun safety at this point. We have to look at the safety of our well being because I, just, I don't feel like gun control is just, it's not good enough. It needs to be gun safety. And we've got these Republican lawmakers who are getting backed by the NRA and getting millions of dollars from them. They don't want to say anything about it. Greg Abbott, for instance, today is introducing a uh, legislation For the state of Texas around safety, and there's nothing about gun safety in there. Nothing. And he just had the incident in Uvalde, Texas. State
4: of Texas. And and the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is just, he came out wrong. I love that uh, Betty O'Rourke put him in a box right there. They escorted him out, but he came out wrong. And he said he was told lies. But it's so many lies with that story, Lauren. It's just, I wish that Joe Biden, who's the president of the United States, would just push an executive order. I'm tired of him about his hands are tied. That damn Donald Trump pushed an executive order every other week. His hands were not tied, he did what he wanted to do. And I know he had to send it on his side, but damn it, something has to give Lauren. While y'all keep selling these weapons of mass destruction to unbalanced underage kids because he this you at 18, your man ain't even right. You don't even know what the hell. You know you are crazy.
2: Yeah. And then on the other hand, you got Canada and Justin Trudeau who's putting a freeze on all all uh, weapons. All of them. All firearms. You won't be able to get a gun in Canada. And, and
4: in you minute. know what what made me feel happy, Lauren, but sad at the same time today. So I'm watching the Queen's Jubilee because the most famous woman on the planet, which is Queen Elizabeth, they just celebrated her for being seventy years on the monarchy. Thousands of people out there in England. Thousands. Nobody worried about guns being mass oh, shootings no. because they they have control over their guns in England, in the UK. We don't. We're just reckless here in the United States. Thousands of people out loving each other, hugging, camping, not worried about something like this. We can't even put 20 people together, and or, and it's a shooting in this country. United States, for us to be the supposed richest country in, America, in the world, we are the poorest when it comes to love and with hate and racism and, and fear.
2: Well, we can also take it a step further and say that in the UK, they actually know how to disarm a person with a gun without shooting them. Something that we still have yet to figure out when it comes to shooting unarmed black people. Um, In the UK, they know how to disarm suspects that actually have guns on them without excessive force. So we could always take a page out of the UK's
4: book. Yeah, I'm not saying this as a joke, but I'm saying it as a joke and as real. We, they know how to disarm a subjects here, too. If you black, they just shot a black woman in St. Louis two days ago, pregnant, shot her five times in the back. She lived. She was compliant. She had her hands up, no weapons. They shot her five times in the back just because her skin was melanin.
2: I did hear, though, that she was trying to steal a car. It was a carjacking gone wrong. I am. Not justifying her being shot and she was unarmed and she was pregnant, but she was in the middle of committing a crime. So that's what I read. So I don't know if that's changed, but um, that still doesn't give an excuse. But to your point, but um, I did read about that as well. Um, I just say like the state (laughs) of the world is just sad. It's just really sad. I'm not like it's, it's sad to be just in this space right now. However, I will say I am proud to be a Californian right now. I don't know if you saw Hey, say I'm, that again. I am proud to be living in the state of California and I am happy for the governor that I have in Gavin Newsom and I will be voting for him on June 7th for his election. Um, or no, that's the mayoral election. But anyway, when Gavin Newsom's election happens for governor, I'll be voting for him again. But the task force that he assembled for reparations for black folks is actually they created a 500 page document that they're submitting to the legislature about how slavery and being enslaved has had grotesque trauma and effects on black people. And that was his committee that he yeah. sent asem- or his task force that he assembled. So they're doing the work. So I'm just, that was actually a piece of joy that you know was brought to me today when I read that article. So very happy to be um, of the state of California.
4: And I'm proud to be a California. I ain't proud of my gas prices, but I'm proud to be a California right now
2: too. That ain't got nothing to do with my governor. The gas prices, we need to blame Joe for that too.
4: I ain't blaming my governor for that. I say, I ain't, I'm just I'm not proud of these highest gas prices, but That's why I say, what I, I like about Joe Gavin Newsom, what he has made the state of California also a safe haven for, if they t- overturn this Roe versus Wade, uh, yeah. um, um, uh, mandate because California is a safe place. You can still come here and have an abortion and not be looked at, judged, or treated unfairly.
3: Absolutely. So, thank
4: God for California, I, what this is looking like. But I was listening to Vice President Kamala Harris speak earlier today. And when she was talking about the role, the role is really just, she was saying that role, not the way the role is really just a form of control. It really is still a form of control. After all these years, they still want to control a certain demographic of people.
2: All Roe versus Wade is uh, if anybody really needs to understand the intent behind it, please just watch Handmaid's Tale. Just watch Handmaid's Tale, you'll get it. That's all it is. It's just an extreme version of what well, our country would be like.
4: And I'm sorry that, I'm sorry Flameheads, that we don't have anything like upbeat and positive to just embark on this week because things have been so hectic. So before we leave, let us close with something, okay? So June eleventh, I will be in Auburn, New York. <laughs> uh at the Auburn Theater. Uh July 2nd, I'll be with I with T.I. Fedjo, Joe, Tommy Davidson, and Tony Roberts in Chicago at the Rosemont. And June the 29th, I'll be in Chicago at the Baton Show Lounge for my friend Tony's birthday. I'm hosting that show. I hope that uh, everyone is safe. I'm hoping that if you are um, legal, that you have your legal paperwork to get your gun license because the way that the world is is it's shaping up and it's, it's facing and it's and I'm not pouring anything into the world. I just want everybody to have something, to, in just in case anything goes left or goes awry, that you have some form of protection, protection to keep your safe, to keep your family safe. Because I hear so many people say, "I don't like guns. I don't want to touch a gun." But I need more people to go start going to gun uh, training and gun um, uh, gun ranges to learn how to properly equip yourself for whatever happens in this country, because you need to be ready for anything that happens. Cause you can't go to the gun range on the day that it happens. You need to be prepared already. That's my message. I Lauren, Lauren has got one. She knows. No, I can go with everything that
2: you said, shoot, I'm going to the gun range next week. So I encourage you. I mean, it, it's, it's like a double-edged sword because it's like, we have to protect ourselves at this point because there's so many crazy people in the world. At this point in time, not even in the world, I'm going to yeah. say America because we're the, we're the country that's in shambles right now. There's so many crazy people in America that it's just important for you to know and to have a gun at this point in your life because you just have to protect yourself. A knife is not going to stop a bullet. A bat is not going to stop a bullet. So you got to arm yourself to make sure that you can stay safe. That's that's where we are at this point, and it's
4: and sad. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, that's not going to stop anything.
2: It's not going to stop a bullet. So it's,
4: it's unfortunate. i the, the going, going to get ammo. Honestly, stop going to get labels and go get you some ammo.
2: Yeah. So here, at laugh and learn. We uh, have a saying and we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're simply just trying to get you to use your mind. Cause why flame?
4: In order to use your man, you have to have one. And we want you to be comfortable with the decisions that you make, not that somebody else makes for you. You need to be comfortable with the decisions that you make over your life. Speak positivity, speak joy, speak safety and sanity. And remember that self-preservation is the first law of nature. You are responsible for protecting you and yours. Because on the plane where they tell you, put your mask on first, then put on your kid's mask. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: And the last thing I'll just say is I just want to encourage everybody to please exercise your right to vote. Um, There's a lot of elections happening right now. You know, Stacey Abrams is officially the Democratic nominee for Georgia. I need y'all to turn out for her like y'all did for Joe and make sure that she gets elected and gets um, her spot that she deserved four years ago that was stolen from her. And um, there's a lot of black candidates that are running that I'm, you know, just proud to see. Um, There's a candidate in Texas.
4: uh,
2: Yeah, there's a candidate in Kentucky. uh, He's running for the U.S. Senate nominee. His name is Charles Booker. He's trying to take Rand Paul's seat. And he had a really powerful message. Um, It's gotten some, you know, mixed feelings. He had a a noose around his neck in the actual video that he did. But honestly, it was well received with me and I, I liked it. It was powerful. It wasn't done in bad taste. He was sending a message that my ancestors were lynched and Rand Paul voted against the Anti-Lynching Act that finally was passed. So please get out, exercise yeah. the right to vote. We've got a lot of great candidates in various states across the country on the ballot. And we really need to just get the right people in office. So please go out and vote. It's important.
4: That was great to end on, Lauren, because, you know, we've been pushing that on Laughaline I don't know how long. If anybody tells you that your vote does not count, in the words of my beautiful co-host, Lauren, if your vote didn't count, they would be trying so hard to make your vote disappear. Get your behind up and go to the poll, please. It's important. It is very important. And if you're afraid to go to the polls, they got mail-in ballots everywhere. Mail your ballot in, Lauren. Thank you for the information. And I know we had a slow week. Flame, as we appreciate y'all. We know we've been a little all over the place in the last couple of weeks, but um, the, like, the world is all over the place. We just playing the hand that we've been dealt.
2: I say we all feel like Mr. Krabs these days. <laughs> so,
4: <laughs> all right. Thank you. Uh, and Kendall did come to film today, so we appreciated Kendall. Uh, thank you, uh, Aaron, our, our producer, uh, Lauren, I will see you on Monday, dear, because Lauren is leaving on Monday and I'm leaving on, no, you're leaving on Wednesday. I'll leave on Thursday.
2: Right. But yes, I will see you on Monday. We'll be doing an in-person laugh and learn and back to our regular schedule program. And
4: We'll be river that we'll be audio for a few weeks. So, yep. which is great because that's what we want you guys to do is download Laugh and Learn on your on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or whichever podcast you listen to, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you, my beautiful co-host Lauren Hogan.
2: It was good to see you. We'll see you guys next time.
4: Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeart Radio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Row. Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn.
0: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
3: High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com.